Let the beauty we love be what we do. There are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. July Udin Rumi. Sue Swartz lives in Bloomington, where she creates art, both written and visual, prays, plays, loves, and tries to make the world a more just place. She was a 2009 Indiana Arts Commission Award recipient, and her poetry was nominated for a Pushcart Prize in 2010. She never has enough time. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus Dorsey. Praise the contrary and its defenders. For the chief musician on common instrument, a song of rebellion. Praise rising up. Praise unlawful assembly. Praise the road of excess and the palace of wisdom. Praise glass houses and the hand that cradles the stone. Or is it like this? Look before you leap. Praise Galileo, praise acceleration, praise the medium and the message, praise en masse and the pull of a straight line, praise outside agitators and inside jobs, praise Red Emma, praise falling on your face, praise Joan of Arc, praise wayward daughters and praise, praise their wayward sons. Or is it like this? Caution is the eldest child of wisdom. Praise the power of indulgence, praise Luther's 95 theses, Praise the nail and the printing press. Praise free verse. Praise the First Amendment. Praise illicit beauty, yellow sunflowers, and red wheelbarrows. Praise Bauhaus. Praise the poets of Guantanamo. Praise the noisy midnight streets. Praise the crazy birds at dawn and praise their woven nests. Praise Isaac Newton. Praise the apple. Or is it like this? Think in the morning, act in the noon, eat in the evening, sleep in the night. Praise letters from prison. Praise the bound notebook and what is found within. Praise legal aid attorneys. Praise kitchen table conspiracies. Praise our hunger and the days we are the bread. Praise farmers' markets. Praise heirloom tomatoes, Al Gore and quantum physics. Praise Schrodinger and praise his cat. Praise talking snakes. Praise run-on sentences. Praise the best minds of any generation. Praise other people's poems, especially the fickle and freckled. Praise Norma Jean. Praise standing on the table. Praise John Brown and all that trouble in River City. Praise Walt Whitman and Jimi Hendrix. Praise the body's wild intelligence. Praise the giraffe and the porcupine. Praise getting satisfaction. Praise cross-dressing. Praise untouchables, undesirables, partisans, and riffraff. Praise slackers. Or is it like this? A liberal is someone who believes that water can be made to run uphill. Praise those who talk back. Praise sympathy for the devil. Praise mothers of the disappeared. Praise mothers of the found. Praise Planned Parenthood and the siren song. Praise the singers and song makers, Freud and Sinatra. Praise Gertrude Stein and all 13 ways of looking at that blackbird. Praise nude beaches. Praise the terrible twos. Praise hitting your head against the wall. Praise giving peace a chance. And praise Selma, Alabama. Praise the Abraham Lincoln Brigades. Praise Sacco, Vanzetti, and every plain spoken word. Praise Jobs and Curie. Praise Einstein's bad posture. Or is it like this? No one man, however brilliant or well-informed, can come to such fullness of understanding as to safely judge and dismiss the customs or institutions of his society. Praise Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Praise crossing party lines. Praise playing footsie under the table. Praise street puppets and LSD and stealing this poem. Praise backyard whiskey. Praise Priscilla the Monkey Girl. Praise her admirers. Praise 
Earhart and those who remember what they are told to forget praise agnostics. Praise what we are not supposed to praise. Praise the electrical storm and the still small voice. Praise all the proverbs of hell. Praise this feeling of trying to write about the truth. Praise those who see it coming. Praise those who do it anyway. Praise what swallows us whole. Praise whatever happens next. You've been listening to the poetry of Sue Swartz on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus-Dorsey. You've won a significant grant from the Indiana Artists Commission. Talk a little bit about that. Sure. Um, this was a two – I think it was 2009 I won an Indiana Artists Commission grant for um, exploring the issue of work, how people see it, how they respond to it, what they think about it. And um, I was able to do, get some writing, mentoring, and um, do interviews with a whole bunch of people, get them transcribed, and really pursue this line of thought uh, and discovered in the meantime that I actually like doing something that's sort of poetry, sort of prose poetry, sort of journalism, a kind of hybrid of writing that really appealed to me and I had no idea it was coming. Great. Now, in the poem that you just read, Praise the Contrary, mm-hmm. um, talk a little bit about that process. What frame of mind is well, uh, so this poem was written in, in response to a passage in the Torah, in the Hebrew Bible. Uh, there is a rebellion by Korach, who happens to be a cousin of Moses's, we're told. Uh, and he rises up with 250 Israelites to basically question the authority of Moses to be uh, the guy the, the guy in charge. Uh and it got me to thinking about what rebellion is and when is it acceptable and how change happens. And wait a second, don't I usually take the side of almost everybody who's making trouble? And so that's kind of what got me started um, in thinking about this. And then I spent literally hours on the internet and looking in books and making pages and pages and pages and pages of lists of things that I could put in the poem which started out about five pages long and, you know, was filled with a lot of non-rhythmic stuff uh, or things that people wouldn't – they wouldn't understand or they wouldn't get the reference to and I just had to take it and squish it until it was a poem slash psalm slash rant rather than just a collection of cool things. I noticed you isolated the giraffe and the porcupine. Is there a reason for that? I liked the line. Uh, it's 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 actually a line from someone, and I'm really embarrassed to say I don't know who the original poet was. But um, very often, when I'm writing poetry, I'm also reading poetry, and sometimes something someone else says will set me off down a path. And um, this has been published in a different version because there's been several versions of this. This was actually published in um, a Haggadah, which is the book used for the Passover Seder every year. Um, and when other people said things that I stole, I gave them credit for it, but I can't remember who this was. So. How long have you been writing? Well, honestly, uh, so those are two questions. I've been writing since I was probably about 18, but what I've written was everything but poetry until about 15. 
15 years ago, give or take, maybe 13. or I'm not sure. But it was, in, I basically did not write poetry from the time I was about eight in school or maybe 10 uh, until I was almost 40. It didn't even occur to me that some of what I had already written was actually poetry. It was just disguised until someone pointed it out to me. And then it just it, it, it opened up a whole different way of thinking about words. Um, because poetry is about taking words out, and everything else I write is very often about putting extra words in to meet to meet a word count um, or you know for whatever reason. So this is it was a it was a different process that helped bring forth a different side of me in a way that I couldn't do before. Well, winning the grant from Indiana Artist Commission did that did that change how you approached? Um writing or did you find that it helped or changed the way you wrote? Uh, it, it, what changed the way I wrote was being exposed to um, – I took two actually online workshops, which were, were surprisingly good. Uh, one was on the prose poem and one was on basically creative essay writing. Um, which is really sort of a hybrid of poetry, prose, journalism, and whatever else. And I felt very comfortable in both those places because writing poetry, as much as I love it, always give me, gives me fits. Um, where do I break the line? Now, you can spend, and every poet I know just spends an enormous amount of time um, making something on the page reflect what it is that's going on in their head and the rhythm of their voice and everything else. And um, I found that if you could write it in prose or write it in some weird combination of genres, it it just freed me up to then be able to go back and decide, what is this? Is this a poem? Is this something longer? What am I playing with? Um, is it legitimate to use other people's you know quotes wholesale? poetry, which it turns out it is, all those sorts of questions I got to explore through the grant. And I mean, the other piece of it is because I did these interviews, in-depth interviews with about a dozen different people about their work, I got to learn a lot of really interesting stuff from folks. And all of that hasn't yet made it into poetry or prose. Or now I'm also thinking about doing some visual art with this, you know, so it just, it opened up stuff, definitely. Yeah, I'm very grateful. So the the sets of poems that you read for us, are those newer works? Uh, you know, it's everything from one of the first poems I wrote in 1996 to poetry I wrote with, or re- revised um, within the last three months. So it's it's all over the map. Um, yeah. And are you working on any projects right now? I'm always working on projects. I am trying desperately to finish a, a poetry book length. Let me try that again. Let me try that sentence again. I'm desperately trying to finish a book of poetry based on um, the Torah, using the Torah from Genesis through Deuteronomy um, to answer questions of covenant, faith, um, existential angst, obedience, law. I mean, all the big morality, family, all the big questions um, that are raised in 
those first five books um, of Moses. And as someone who is, um, you know, as someone who's concerned with those big questions, there is so much to, to, to play with and think about and argue with. And, um, and it's a very classic Jewish approach to the text to figure out what's said in between what's being said. So I consider myself part of that long line. I've also got other ideas that are like literally sitting in my head waiting for me to finish so I can go ahead and start other projects. But I'm obsessive in this, you know, I'm obsessive about finishing one thing before I get too involved with another because it just, I'll procrastinate. I'll procrastinate from the hard stuff. I mean, that's what will happen. So. Wow. You don't mind challenges then. (laughs) uh, Do I mind them? Yes. Do I take them up without knowing what I'm getting myself into? Also true. That I mean, that's just I totally underestimate, which is probably good. Yes. Thanks for coming in. Oh, you're welcome, Luann. Thank you.